This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Penalty! That is a massive decision! And with Gianfranco Zola, I feel that Knockout is looking for this penalty. Penalty, 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 penalty. Knockout takes, Almunia saves, Knockout follows in, Almunia saves again, Almunia saves again, Almunia saves again. Now here come Watford, now here come Watford, Forestieri. If you want to join in, um, all you got to do is uh, request and I'll bring you in. I'm on my own today. Uh, Carl is away in the Canaries. Peter's gone away on business to Portugal. Uh, so uh, they're in sunnier climes. I'm in very, very cloudy Watford on my own. So I could do with all the help uh, you guys can give me today. So... If you want to join in, please do request. Uh, if I can remember how to do this, I haven't done this for a very, very long time. Um, so I'm, I'm not quite sure <laughs> if I can remember how to invite people in to talk. But if you want to talk, uh, please request. Uh, otherwise, it's me talking to myself. And uh, yeah, that way mad this lies, I think. Um, I'll uh, very quickly go through uh, some five-word match reviews because they've come through already, uh, or some have come through already. Let's have a look, look through and see what people have been saying. Where are we? Uh, please bear with me. <laughs> uh, okay, so already some of the five-word match reviews. Uh, Mikey Abrahams has said, uh, summer sale, everything must go. Uh, Carl Campion has said, bucket, spade, deck chair, beach. Yeah, absolutely. Wirral Hornet Steve has said, we got a Gosling goal. Uh, Lee Johnson says, thank fuck it's all over. Yeah, absolutely. Catherine Jones, we scored a bloody goal. Yes, we bloody did. Uh, Pete says, we uh, has it stopped yet? Excellent. Totally agree with that. Uh, Brian Edwards uh, says, oh, I've just lost Brian. Oh, yeah, didn't even bother watching it. Didn't even bother watching it. Well, there you go. That's, uh, you probably did the right thing there, to be honest, because it was cack. Yeah, it was, um, it was like a, it was a bit bit like a pre-season testimonial, really, uh, with absolutely no, nothing to talk about. You could have fallen asleep after 12 minutes 
and then woken up at sort of 87. All the, um, some of the players would have changed with substitutions and stuff, but you would have missed absolutely nothing. Uh, and then you would have seen two goals. Uh, one, one on 87 minutes, one on 90, I think it was. Hello, Greg. How are you? Help me out here. I'm on my own talking to myself. Uh, I need some people to join in. Uh, so if you want to get in with your comments and stuff, please do that soon. Um, yeah, you can tell that I'm struggling here. Uh, who else is, have we got listening? Hello to, I'll just say a few hellos. Hello to uh, MW6. Hello to Paul, to Nick, to Carl. Uh, not not that Carl, a different Carl, Carl Campion, I think it is. Uh, hello to you. Uh, oh, I've got a request to join me. Oh, Greg, saving my bacon. Let's bring you in. Uh, Wendover Horn. Uh, Greg, how are you, mate? Take yourself off mute. All right, Justin. Yeah, mate, struggling a bit because I'm on my own. And it, you um, know, it's, one of the, it's one of those games where, you know, so little happened that... You just find yourself thinking, what am I going to talk about? So thank God well, for you, because we can have well, a chat. Well, I, I, I couldn't get a stream, so I, I've i watched the Leeds game, and those buggers have just scraped up, haven't they? So, uh, so, what, yeah, so what's go. happening at that end of the table? So that end of the table, like yeah. we're miles away from there. But does this mean that Burnley are going down? Burnley, Burnley are down. Oh, are they? Which is, which is probably good for us. Because they're going down with a sixty million pound debt that they've got to pay, right? So they're probably going to be the less of the threat than the other two possibilities would have. I would have said. So does this mean it's going to be a fire sale then at Turf Moor? You would have thought so, right? Okay, so yeah, yeah. You would have thought so. Did you see? Yeah. Uh, we did watch the game, but uh, Rob Edwards was sitting in the stand. Uh, yeah, Julie. Uh, sort of nonplussed by it all. Ben Foster was sitting with the Chelsea fans. Uh, and uh, well, yeah. Ron's posted a picture, isn't he? Whether whether he is there with the Chelsea fans or or that's the row where, where um, you know, extras sit, who knows. But well, who, who, at the end of the day, who cares? Well, yeah, but I did, I did read from other sources uh, that he was actually having selfies with Chelsea fans throughout the game. So I, I yeah, all right, then. yeah. So well, yeah. I mean, it's just been a really poor season, hasn't it? I mean, and you know, I can't even really see how this is going to improve unless we have a massive, massive clear out and the, the, the new manager is able to bring in his own players uh, and he's allowed time to, to, to mould them into his way of playing, etc, etc. I mean, anything with any more interference from Mogi Bayat or any of these other guys, um, it, it's just going to be the same result in a different league, I think. I think the acid test to how much involvement Edwards is going to have is if we get Cade Wilson. If we get Cade Wilson, because loads of championship clubs want him, yeah. He's out of contract. If you know, if he had a choice, he'd go and play for his old manager, won't he? Who, who, made, who turned him in for a player going nowhere till the best fullback outside of the, you know, the championship, wing-back. Um... That will be the acid test if we get him, for me. I've seen that name mentioned a couple of times on social media since you first brought it up uh, about a week ago. 
Um, yeah. I've seen that name mentioned. So, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, it can't be any worse than the players we've got at the moment. And that's that's kind of my my philosophy going forward is anyone brought into the to the club over the summer cannot be any worse than what we've got at the moment or it can't be any less interested or you know it just anything has got to be better isn't it i think it's that our current players hearts isn't it you know i i looked uh and i said oh bloody hell we've scored god i can't believe it 88 we might get a draw but of course, we've let another one in, in you know, in time added on. That that is them all over, isn't it? They've got no, no backbone, and uh, just had enough of them. Like 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 many of us had enough of this current bunch. Yeah, let's let's regroup and let's reset and go again. I did see um, as well that Neil Silverstein was saying after half time to, to put uh, money on Watford to win because it was at fifties. And I was very, very tempted to do that. And on 87 minutes, I thought, Oh, I wish I'd done that now. But of course that was, you know, crushed away from me uh, several minutes later. So uh, yeah. I wouldn't waste a fiver on them. No, just, no, mate. <laughs> I wouldn't. Wa- I wouldn't. I wouldn't waste a fiver on them. I totally agree. This current bunch. Yeah, bah, I agree. You know, I agree. I've said time and time again, this is the worst season since the Bassett season. Yep. And I tell you what, it might even be worse than that. Yep. Inclined to agree with you, mate. Inclined to agree with you. Stay where you are, Greg. Uh, All right, we'll mate. Ca- we'll catch up with you, uh, with you again in a minute. Let's go to Rupert. Hello, Rupert. How are you? Um, not great. Um, <laughs> well, from what I see on your posts, Rupert, you're now one member of family less in the household. So that's got to be good, right? Yes. The mother-in-law has departed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are you going to sum up the season then, Rupert? I know you've done it many times. But... No, I, I'd like to talk about something go else on. entirely. Yeah, go on. Um, I posted a picture of the contracted Watford goalkeeper, Ben Foster, sitting with the Chelsea supporters, despite there being many empty seats in the visiting end. And for me, it's really the the final humiliation of of an utterly humiliating season from the most disgusting bunch of players I've ever ever seen represent Watford Football Club. Uh, He's still contracted. So... How can anyone accept that and justify that? This was mentioned just before you came on, actually. Uh, I saw your picture with the, the arrow pointing, big green arrow pointing to him in the in the Chelsea end. And also others have said that he was in in the crowd uh, sort of basically taking selfies throughout the, the game with uh, Chelsea fans. So, yeah, I mean, he's not exactly covered himself in glory this season. There was the whole Liverpool thing as well that was a really big thing. There was the, the you know, how did he become injured playing for a, well, allegedly playing for a team that, you know, were, were non-league. It's It's been a very, very strange season uh, where he's concerned. So, yeah, it's I'm glad to see the back of him, to be honest. Um, yeah, let, let's move on. Let's move oh, on. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we can move on, but whoever is running the football club needs to stop this happening because you can't humiliate your own supporters. And it, it happens time and time again. And... Rupert, we don't definitely know that, that was, they were Chelsea seats. It could have oh, been... We a... do. Oh, we do. Oh, Greg, there's various pictures of him. 
there's various yeah. pictures. It, it, it's 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 that that's the Chelsea end. You can see from the photo that the what the visiting end is to the left. Yeah, but sometimes there is a row of wags in between the and and they are normally sat within the, the visitor seat. So it might be who, who knows. But but at the end of the, of the day, um, who cares? Yeah, well, well. I, I care. I do care. Actually, I do care because yeah. because it's symptomatic of the attitude of these players. So I do care. Maybe you're right. Hopefully, it will be better next season. But good riddance. Good riddance, that's what I say. I agree, I agree. Yeah, I think we're all in accordance with that, Rupert. Uh, if anybody else wants to talk, please press the request button. Someone who has done that is in the Canary Islands. Uh, he's probably got better weather than we... Well, I'm looking out the window. He's definitely got better weather than we've got here. <laughs> uh, did you manage to catch that in a bar anywhere? Or did you think, fuck that, I'm not watching that. I'm going to enjoy I, my holiday. Correct. Yeah, no, I didn't I didn't bother watching it, mate. I, I've just caught the end of um, the Man City game. But um, no, I, I, I didn't bother. No point in, uh, in upsetting myself, is there? Hey, Carl, I caught you out, mate. Go on, mate. What's that? I caught you out. You you were meant to be not thinking about what for the talk. I know. At all. And I know. you you were tweeting about the club, man. I know. It's, it's just it's just a habit, hasn't it? It's just this season. It's, just, <laughs> it's been it's been just a bad habit. That yeah. But no. Um. I mean, to to sum it all up, I'm, I'm so happy it's all over now. I think I just caught the end of what Uncle Ron said there. That um. You know, hopefully next season it's. It's a very much different feeling and a different vibe that that we've got. Um, I'll be glad to see the back of most of those players. Certainly, Roy Hodgson. I'm, I'm pleased that that's. Um, I haven't got to watch him anymore. Um, and, and I guess overall, it's it's a chance to, to to regroup and go again next season. I'm looking forward to next season. I generally am. Yeah, me um, too. You know, Championship football. It's it's an exciting league. Um, tough league. You know, be under no no illusions. There's going to be a few teams. Um, you know, this poor old Burnley have uh, have dropped down with us as well. So they'll they'll be up for it again. Norwich always be up there. Um, you know, and the, the, there's the unknowns with the Sunderlands and, and so forth that have come up. So yeah, going to be tough. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm certainly up for it. Hey, Carl, with uh, Burnley's situation of their sixty million pound debt that they've got to pay mm. off. Yeah. Do you think they're the best ones to go down of, of the other options with the respect to opposition next season? I, th- I think they're, they're set. Well, I, you know, you look at their assets in, in the sense of what they've got to sell and flog. Um, you know, you, you've got to really strip that. I mean, they, their goalkeeper, Nick Pope, I think is one of the best in the country. Yeah, they'll um, get twenty million there. They'll get, they? they'll get, yeah, they'll put, they'll push money for him. Uh, is it Cornet, the guy they brought in quite late? Um, I, I think again, he, he's probably another sort of twenty million pound player. But yeah, out of them, I, I think you know. But they're, they're a team that will bring in the bring in the, um, championship players that are built for that league to get through. They'll they'll be they'll be very cru- um, smart in their business. I think. But if they got to pay off sixty million, that's all. That's all their parachute money gone. Yeah, all yeah. of it. That, yeah, that's all of it gone. Yeah. So. Yeah, out, I think out, out of the free team. I mean, for us, it's good news, isn't it? Um, yeah, I think so. If you're a Burnley fan tonight, you're probably thinking, "Shit!" Because a few weeks ago, they were they were looking like they were going to get away with it. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit. I've got Sky Sports. So I was a bit infuriated watching Leeds celebrating. But... Yeah, I, the Everton the other night. Oh it, my just, god! Just, just do you know what? I, I've said it. I've said it before. 
they are the most overrated bunch of whatnots in this country. Underachievers is, is you know, celebrating like that, um, the fact that they, they stayed up. And, and Frank Lampard, you know, he's, he's absolutely stealing a living at that club. And a long may that continue as well, because it's all they deserve. Well, they can't buy next year, though. Because the financial fair play, yeah, they they're in trouble. But... They'll 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 be in that. They'll be involved in that again because the teams, that, go, yeah. the teams they... that have stayed up, will spend money to not be in that yeah. again. So, they've got to um... go. Again. They've got to go again with what they've got, unless they sell Pickford. Maybe they'd get a lot yeah. of money for Pickford, wouldn't they? Yeah, they'd get yeah, a lot of, of money for him. Uh, but yeah, I think they're. I think they're in for much of the same again. I yep, think I think you're right. Before yep. I let you go, Justin, because obviously I'm going to get back to the bar because that's uh, that's the most important thing at the moment. But <laughs> yeah. I think just just before I go, just to say thank you to to everyone that's um, that's taken part in this this season. This this space has gone from you know just a, a handful of people to, to you know at times to hundreds. So um, you know that, that and that's all credit to you. And I said it to a few guys when we were doing a podcast the other day. We're only as good as you, uh, myself, Justin, Peter. We're only as good as the guys that that are listening to it and downloading it. So thank you so much, uh, I guess, for Peter as well. He's, he can't be here. Thank you for, for everyone that's taken part this season. We'll be back bigger and better next season. Here, here. As I said the other night, Carl, though, it cuts both ways. Thank you to you guys for putting, <laughs> Top for, man. For, for putting it on. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Excellent. All right, man, I'm going to let you go. Um, and I'll, I'll speak to you all soon. All right. Yes, get back to the bar and uh, we'll catch up soon. Louis is requesting to speak. You should be able to speak, mate. Just take yourself off uh, off the mute. Hello, pal. How are you doing? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's all a bit of nothing, bit of a nothing match, when it? So it's, you know. <laughs> I, I didn't actually go, but I did. I got so caught up with all like, the last day's stuff. You know, I had, I was in a situation where I was, I, I was at home today by myself, just watching it with like my family. We had like five screens up. One of them was Let's Talk a Special. And someone suddenly said, because we're all Watford fans, bloody hell, Dan Gosling scored. <laughs> it just like came up on the on the like video printer thing. And we're just like, oh my God. That yeah. was brilliant. Um, it were, to be fair, it weren't a bad goal. I mean, it was a, a, a decent ball in from Messina across across the box. And he sort of, it bounced and he nodded it in. So, yeah, not a bad goal, to be honest. It was... They were they were showing all the goals as they went in, actually, on Let's Talk Special, which was good. Um, all right. But I was going to make a point, actually, because I... A lot of people have been saying, you know, would you rather Leeds? Would you rather Burnley come down with us? Um, you know, etc. I think people are just making the point about how Burnley are in trouble. I, I, I think us having appointed a manager, what was it, two or three weeks ago now? I think two weeks ago, and obviously Rob Edwards. It's sort of had two weeks to sort of settle in, understand what play. I think he probably has a good idea now with the full the last game, full time whistle gone. I think he probably has a good idea of what players are going to be with him next season and what aren't. And I imagine I, I would hope that the sort of triangle of power at sort of the board level at this club will let him know about who's going to leave and what bids are coming in. Compare that to Burnley, who they've obviously sacked Dyche. They brought in an interim. I highly doubt Michael Jackson will be there next season as a full-time. It's going to take them a good week or two to get a new manager in by what time the season's going to be. It's, I mean, what, a month and a half away? Start of July because of obviously the Qatar World Cup. Yep. So I think them coming down really suits us. Um, with the debt they've got as well, they'll, they'll again... A bit like that you were just saying, they're going to have a massive outgoing of players. Again, a bit like us, but I like to think that of all, of all the rumours of players leaving surely in the last two weeks, I, I just flipping hope Rob Edwards is having a say in transfers because I just can't stand another team made of Giretta and Pozzo's just dreadful signings. So, yeah, I'm, I'm about the positive vibes. And I think today... 
Bernie coming down. Yeah, I, I, I think that is, a, I think that is a good result because I, I, Leeds, Leeds would be up there. They, they've got a lot of financial power. They've got a lot of good players. A lot of players who seem to be committed to the cause at Leeds as well. Whereas with Burnley, I, yeah, I, I like to think your Popes, your Barneses, your, your Brownhills, your whoever's, your Mees and stuff like that might go back to the Premier League. So yeah, I'm, I'm positive. I'm happy. I think you're um, right. I think we're probably at least three weeks ahead of them yeah. in preparation. Um, because as you say, we, we sort of named Rob Edwards as our new manager sort of three weeks ago. Um, so in terms of that, we're, we're ahead of the curve a little bit. But I, I, I feel that we're going to be seeing a vastly different squad next season to the one that we've been seeing this season. Um, and it's just for me now, it's all about the recruitment who we're going to bring in, what sort of players we're going to bring in. Um, but like I said to Greg a while ago, you know, can they be any worse than what we've got at the moment? Anyone that we bring in uh, in the close season, can they be any worse than this sort of bunch of disparate kind of strangers? They look like strangers on that pitch to me. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, I, I lifted How many on the end of season pods that you did that I was on with you? I listed seven really good out of play, out of contract British players out there. There's plenty of out of contracts out there. Let's 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 get let's get a spine of of decent British players into, into that squad. Does well, anyone have a date for the end of season tarring and feathering? <laughs> Haven't we been doing that since February here? Um, no, there isn't one as far as I know. That's very medieval, That's Rupert. That's very medieval of you. That's very medieval of oh, you. Are we going to yeah. put them on the rack as well? And... I, 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 that would be excellent, should, yeah. I think we should make Rupert in charge of it. And the Iron Maiden, <laughs> all of them. Yeah. Fly yeah. back, executioner. Fly back, uh, Rupert, and and, and 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 execute them all. Yeah. <laughs> this sounds a bit harsh to me. Uh, thank you very much, Louis, for coming on. Some very, very good points made there. Stay where you are. Sports Social, now on the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Ashley Blaker, and I'm hosting a new season of the comedy panel show, Never Write Off the Germans, in partnership with my diesel claim. Join me and my esteemed comedy guests as we discuss all that's ridiculous with the greatest show on earth this winter in a host nation with domestic football equivalent to the Isthmian League South. We'll guide you through the tournament covering everything that's funny with the countries taking part. Whether you're a diehard fan or an occasional bandwagon jumper, you're supporting your home nation until they're embarrassingly knocked out by Iran. Listen on the Sports Social Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. But remember, never write off the Germans. Uh, Jason Rose, uh, good afternoon to you, or good evening as it is now. How are you, mate? Nice to have you joining us. Hey, guys, how you doing? Can you hear me all right? We can hear you, mate. Yeah. We want to say. Yeah, no, just uh, thank God that's all over, really. Um, yeah. yeah. That's the vibe here at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I just, you know, didn't, like some of the other guys, I didn't really take much notes of the game. Uh, just like a lad on just a minute ago, we were flicking between channels and then, oh, Gosling scored. So it was like, it was one of them. So, uh, yeah, again, you know, I don't want to dwell on the old the old bastard a bit even more, but what was he doing with his team today? I mean, where are the, where is the youth? Where's the young lads? You know, young, loading his loading the bench up with defenders is just it's almost like old Mazzari with the two goalkeepers situation. It's like, come on, you know, the season's yeah. over, man. Come on, you know, and 
I'm glad he's gone. I, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd have happily bust him off anywhere to keep him warm or whatever these old people do these days. But, um, I, I, you know, thank God he's gone, you know, uh, and we yeah. can move we yeah. can move on. Uh, just to pick up on a couple of points, I, I, I'm glad Rob Edwards uh, has been around uh, to see the shower that, you know, that, that we've got. You know, he hasn't just taken over, you know, tomorrow morning and, you know, had to look through videos or whatnot. He's actually seen it for himself. Um yeah, so I don't know. It's it's one of them, isn't it? You know, glad it's over. Um, you know, but at the same time, I, I think it's 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 time for us all to to draw a line underneath it now, and hopefully, you know, at the end of July when we're we're back at the Vic or wherever, you know, away from home, uh, let, let's get behind the guys, you know, get behind the team, and start again. So um, no, mate, I think you're absolutely right. I think you're absolutely right. Louis, did you want to come in on that? You've put your hand up. Did you want to come in on Jason's points? I was just going to tell Jason, I think Jason makes a really good point about how I like the fact Rob Edwards was at the, the Leicester game. He was at the Chelsea games. He's, he, he's seen two pretty pathetic defensive performances. And I just hope he, in his head, and I've met, I've, something I mentioned earlier, that he's just going to be like, I just don't want these players. Just get rid of them. Just a bit of sanity where he might have come in and he might have got a lot of rubbish from like the board saying oh these players have actually done all right this season blah 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 you know we're going to keep them he's seen them in person he's seen they're not good enough they're not good for the premier league um and and they, and they shouldn't be here and, I, I, and that goes for the rest of the squad as well um and i'm just hoping he's watching the game today and he's seen there's weaknesses he's seen they're just it's such a i mean i i watched the second goal of chelsea players were just like walking around Look, I, I get it's the last like five minutes of the season but just just show some passion I just hope he's looking at it and just thinking, you lot, you lot just can't be arsed. You lot, you lot just genuinely just want to get your paycheck. You don't actually care about Watford. You're not, you're, you don't actually reflect the sort of passion that the fans have at this club. And I just hope he, just hope he sees it. Um, I really hope he sees it. I think he probably will see it. I mean, it's it, you'd have to be blind not to see some of the, you know, half-arsed attitudes on that pitch, really. And uh, there must be a, a tone that you pick up um, of of apathy around the place, surely. Um, yeah, I think he probably does does get it. Let's bring in. Thanks for uh, your points there, chaps. Um, yeah, stay cheers. where you are. Let's bring in uh, Pete Fincham. How are you doing? Uh, well, probably more chipper than our American friend, um, but it's not very difficult. Um, I th- I think that we have got an obligation now to ourselves, to each other, to the club to draw that line and for me today has been quite cathartic but in order to move on in order to progress in order to come back with a fighting chance next season and not implode like some of the wretched big names that have gone before we, we have to draw a line we have to accept that this has been statistically the worst emotionally the worst dispiriting beyond belief without enjoyment without excitement almost without positive incident and therefore Get our trunks on, go in the sea, have some fun, regroup and make sure that the club honour their commitments to learn this time, but be positive and give them a chance. That's all, really. I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. I mean, I think it would be amazing. Uh, you know, a couple of wins at the beginning of the season would do wonders for the morale around the place. Uh, a couple of um, performances, just just players that look like they want to, they really want to play. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's just, I think it's going to be interesting to see the recruitment. I think that's genuinely going to be quite interesting to see who goes, who stays. Um, 
are there any players, Peter, that you would desperately try to cling on to for next season? Desperately, no. All right, okay, all right. Uh, this, this, isn't, all right. this isn't like Paul Robinson signing for West Brom. No, uh, no. But I, but I would say uh, someone actually like Dan Gosling will be quite important to this. I think yep. I, I, I've always maintained, and it's not kind of a, a xenophobic thing, but I always maintain a strong British spine, not because there's anything particularly special about British players. It's because they've grown up in this league in this environment in the communities that they play and therefore it's important to have that kind of leadership that can empathize that's come through one rank or other within this country and could therefore can do i mean ah, oh, bless him i mean sissoko he, he's not exactly a, a leader of uh, the team let alone a leader of this club um but i i would have someone like goslin as um a, a a strong squad leader, which you've got to, un- from what I understand, he is. The rest, no. I mean, they're all fairly awful. They, they stink the place out most weeks. Um, I, I looked this morning at the 12 players, uh, sort of each position plus one sub from that 99-2000 season, which got one more point than us. Yeah. Um, and player for player with the, the the equivalent this season in that position. And it wasn't as though I'd have all 11 from that year. I, I wouldn't. But at the same time, there was very few areas where pound for pound that season came out worse. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you, if you take just, for example, we signed Nordin Vuta and Nordin played um, in that sort of advanced midfield role. Well, take your pick from anyone. Um, who's played in that position up mm. front? We had Helgerson. Well, you know, there you go, Helgerson or Josh King. Yes, um, and even at the back where we had youth product Robert Page, uh, and then it was between Palmer and Mark Williams, a almost free signing from Chesterfield, um, playing in those centre back roles, and 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 the the costly players that we have in those roles. It, you know that skill for skill, this season probably on paper, there's more skill. But you know that means absolutely diddly shit if they leave it in the dressing room and just come out and take their paycheck and, and stink the place out like they have done. Yeah. So, no, I, there really isn't too much of a redeeming. Jao Pedro, you've got to say, is he really got it? <laughs> um, you know, he's got a few. Yeah. He's got, he, can, can a goal at Derby and the odd goal here and there really justify picking him week in, week out? Um, well, time will tell. Um, but no, there's not a lot there, really, is there? There's not. You're absolutely right. I mean, there's also, you know, Cucho Hernandez, I think I would probably try and keep hold of. But again, yeah, but his, I, appetite, I his appetite to play in the championship is going to be questioned. Does he hmm. really want to be playing at Rotherham on a Tuesday night? Well, the old acid test of, you know, it gets cold, doesn't it? Um, there won't be the glamour. There won't be anything. And, and actually, will a season at somewhere like Espanyol be more what he's going to angle for mm. so i i'm i'm not sure i mean you've, you've got to say you go on you only want players who want to be here and some of his particular statements in the past um have been more drawn to a, a, a warmer climate yeah fair enough fair enough well t- i mean talking of warmer climates the summer's on its way we're all hopefully we're going to be able to get some sun on our faces between now and, and next season and this will all just be a bit of a bad sort of distant memory that we probably will be able to refer to very much like the Dave Bassett 
uh, uh, season where we we look back on it and we don't we don't laugh, but we kind of think, "Wow, there's a low mark." I hope we never go back to that kind of football. Uh, I'd very much like to ask Peter a question. Uh, go ahead. You're right for that, Peter. <laughs> as long as you're all right with the answer, old friend. Peter, my question to you: Do you think anyone should be held accountable for this season? Well, clearly you've not read my Twitter or listened to me properly when I've spoken on these things, because of course this firmly stops with Gino Pozzo. Right. His appointments, his leadership, his decision making, his unchallenged decision-making, his autonomous running of the club has finally caught up with him. I agree with you entirely. Oh, that's disappointing. (laughs) (laughs) And Peter, Peter, if it doesn't change, right, let's say we have a close season and there's no young English players brought in, it's just mogey-byat nonsense again. How, how, How do you think Watford fans should respond. How would you respond? Would you call for Gino Pozzo to sell the club? Well, I was on here a few weeks ago after I think it was the Burnley game. And I said, and what? Because it's all well and good, the likes of you from 4,000 miles away calling for change. And it's all well and good, 20,000 people in a stadium calling for change. And what? You've got to have an alternative, which is why a strong supporters trust, a strong body of fans off the pitch actually doing things in the right way is the only way of being taken seriously as a fan base because the hysterical noises from the uh, from the stands haven't changed a thing over the years and I'm not saying the hysterical voices are wrong I'm just saying that that's how they're perceived by the arrogant leadership at the top um, the 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 model doesn't work I think it's accepted we have to draw a line and give them a chance but in the event the lessons aren't learned yet again um, probably the only way of securing changes for people to vote with their feet. Time will tell. Can, can I just say on the culture that everyone sort of, sort of goes on about and repairing this sort of link, I just, just a really, really quick, quick point from me. We have these, we've had one fan forum, what, two months ago now, and it was it involved Gino and it involves, oh, sorry, Jen involves Gino, it involves Scott, you know, his, his spokesperson. Next season, and I, and I don't know why this hasn't been talked about. Why can't Rob Edwards be in these meetings if they're going to have them? We're going to have a monthly thing, get the manager in, build, just build back that trust. I, I've never felt further but away. From they're the not going to be open club. to the public, those meetings. They're closed meetings. No, but it's, the best, it's the best we're going to get, isn't it? Yeah, but terrible. Rupert, you can apply to attend that meeting, as <laughs> I have. And I've had a response saying that I will be in the next one. Well, Greg, I would only attend... Whether you it's can fly over or Florida wait, wait, wait. if you want to. I would only attend on the proviso that whatever was said could be made public afterwards because that was always the case in previous fans' forums. There was yeah. no <sighs> non-disclosure ing- agreements that had yeah. to be signed. It was an informal non-disclosure agreement in certain times. There was, there was a lot of informality, and you know how it used to work because you and your dad were very privy to a lot of information that you couldn't actually... Um, talk about so we've all been there we've all been in a position of trust and let's not get excited that the, if the vast majority of the fan base had sensitive information what would they do with it the world has changed with social media and think, Troy Deeney says something and it's out there within 30 seconds 
They can't run those sort of meetings anymore, which I accept. And I think the most sensible of what ones amongst us do accept. But one could publicly ask the question why Watford paid eight million for Pasetto and then have loaned him back. For the but you don't know what's going to happen this summer, Uncle. Well, he'll we... probably be loaned back again. No, Greg. we'll pull well, They're going to pay eight million for him. No, no, no. No, there'll be, there'll be some recalibrations, and I'm sure we'll get we'll get a fee for for Pasetto this summer. Oh, I'll be very pleasantly surprised. Rupert, ten years of Pozzo ownership, six years Premier Premier League. One hundred and fifty odd million of debt. No, 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 no. Right, no. let's 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 just let's let's pause here because this is a, a conversation that we have a lot on this space. Let's bring in Neil Silverstein to uh, change the subject. I imagine. Hello, Neil. How are you? Evening, very well, thank you. Nice listening to Peter. Long time no speak, pal. Um, hope you're all well on the south coast. Um, yeah, betting didn't go too well today, did it? I nearly, I nearly put some money on a win, and when we went one-one, I thought, <laughs> well, Neil said fifties, I might have a tenner on it. I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I didn't. No, well, you should never gamble something you can't afford to lose. <laughs> That's why but, I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, just picking up on the point, I, I've just been driving back through the forest. So I'm a bit patchy tonight on the signal, but the, the talk about what's going to change, Mogi by I think as, as Ron was talking about, and I, I've said it before. Since they've come out and said what they've said, I have seen no evidence of any change whatsoever. So Mogi Bite being in the bo- in the um, director's uh, box last weekend, what's he doing there if he's not involved? Um, the, the 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 egotistical driven business um, that that we've got with the non disclosures for the the meetings, they're there because there's no trust. Right, you only need those if you don't trust the people that you're with. And you go back to the club that, that I fell in love with, there was trust both ways and we knew that they were doing the right things. They're not now, right? And we reap what we sow right uh, currently. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, unfortunately, it's a case of sitting back and waiting and see if they actually do something different. I don't believe anything that's said from the club. Um, and I'm going to wait and see what actually happens. So will Edwards be given a chance to bring in his own coaching staff? If so, is it going to be a token gesture or is he going to get a chance to change the culture, to engage with players that want to be there um, and that want to wear the, wear the shirt? Um, until then, uh, we're going to just be talking about this uh, infinitum, um, hoping that they do that. I think we're probably at a very, very low point at the moment. And I think um, everyone's a bit raw after this season. Everyone's very fed up after this season. And and although there are a few uh, comments that are positive and looking forward, I think we've all had enough at the moment. And I think there's so many things that are wrong at the culture. The culture of the club doesn't feel quite right to me. It's not just the players. It's not just the board. There's a, there's a culture that isn't quite right there at the moment or it's not one it's not one that I recognise from when I started going in the the, the mid 80s it feels like a different club well, it, um, it, it, it does it also feels like a different club to when the Pozos first arrived right? well that's that's quite damning because that was what 10 11 years ago yeah so, it is and I think also if you look at the recruitment um, I, I guess strategy for want of a better word although I'm not sure the strategy is right um the decision-making, the types of players they've been bringing in has changed. Um, you know, the, the, if you look at what they did when they flooded us when we first started, it was basically all Udinese, 
sort of like handoffs or, or kind of people, players they already had on the book that came through the scouting network. They've then moved into the likes of Saar, which is, you know, that breaks their model. And, and it's really not worked. Well, and I think one thing that I took away from being at that meeting, because um, I was one of the 15 or whatever it was in the room, was that we are going to go back to trying to bring players through. We are going to try and bring academy players through to the first team. Um, that was very much mentioned as being sort of the model going forward for next season. Although um, we were also going to be relying on bankers like Cathcart, Cleverly, um, and these sort of players as well. So it's, that's why I keep saying to you, that's why I keep saying on this space, I think the recruitment's going to be very, very interesting over the summer because, you know, the ins and outs are going to be quite fascinating to watch um, because then you'll be able to say, well, look, it does actually look as though they're sticking to their word. They are bringing through younger players. They're not going for hackneyed old, you know, Premier League players at the end of their career we are actually trying to do something different and that's why I keep saying as well I think it's almost last chance for um, you know the recruitment whoever's in charge of recruitment yeah, has got to get I, this I, right I, now or uh, we sorry, could I, I do, I do, they, they've had the ideal chance to actually do what they've said they were going to do and blood some young players in the last two games right Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, come on. We had nothing to play for since the Crystal Palace game because we knew we were relegated. So why on earth are we still picking Sizoko, Sema and this lot? When and, there's and that, a load that's, of, that's my point. That, that was, you know, throw two or three of the youngsters on the bench, one or two off the bench into the game, give the crowd some hope to look forward to because that's what they told us they were going to do. So my, the, the question is, why have well, they not done it? They've had every opportunity to do that and they've not done it. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. But, you know, it's it's now that, you know, you won't be seeing some of these players anymore, I don't think. You won't be seeing Sissoko anymore or uh, these players. So that's not going to be a problem going forward. Um, next season, hopefully, we'll see some of the, the younger players coming yeah, through. Yeah, I, I just hope that, they, that, that they're given the, the chance. I mean, by all accounts, Edwards is, is, is quality with, with talent. Um, just hope he's given the opportunity and the tools that he needs to deliver. Because you know, one man is not going to make the difference. It, it, it takes a number of people to do it with the the size of the task that we've got. And by that, I don't mean the, the the challenge. It's you know, working with a big group of players. It takes you know time from a lot of people. You know, you, you need four or five good good coaches in there to develop the units within the team to build a team. Well, and the other thing is, if you don't start playing players that are familiar with each other, i.e. the under-23s, etc., you're going to end up having another team full of strangers, like we had this season. Um, and, they, I mean, even now, how many games they played this season, 38, 39 games, whatever it is, they just look like a bunch of strangers. They don't look as if they care about each other. They, they don't look as if they really even know each other. Um, so it's, it's, oh, man, I'm just so glad this season's over. I really am. It's made me even greyer. It really has. <laughs> I wish I'd lost hair, it really but I lost has. it years ago. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Thank you, Neil, no. for, for joining in. If, if if anybody else wants to join in, now is the time to request to speak. Uh, can, can I just Otherwise, before I bugger off? Um, yeah, go on. I've got to say, this: what you guys do in the space has absolutely been the high point of the year, right? Um, and long may it continue and keep up the work. It's, it's quality. And I know you guys put a lot of time and effort in um, and it's, it's well received. And thank you. 
Well, bless you. Thank you very much for that, Neil. I appreciate that. It's uh, it was it was one of those things that we sort of said, oh, should we do sort of Twitter spaces after games? And then we, like Carl said, when he was on the first few we did, um, there was a handful of listeners and we were thinking, should we continue? And then one game, perhaps it was Norwich. <laughs> I'd rather think it was uh, a lot of people wanted to speak. And then since then, it's sort of um, continued. So, yeah, it's, it's something we're going to do next season as well. We might even do a few during a close season as well. You know, we might come on and talk about some of the ins and outs if there's been any uh, big developments or anything like that so um, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll continue doing them it's um, it's good fun to do we love having you guys on so thank you very much I think I'm going to um, wrap this up now the, this is the final one obviously of the season uh, we will be putting out some podcasts during the close season um, it will probably be a few more sort of quiz type things that, that kind of stuff if you've been listening to the Alan Smart uh, ones we've been putting out there is actually a third part of those um but a lot of what he talks about in there is is kind of uh, very very different to the sort of stuff that we would normally put out um and we actually recorded that last year it's um, a bit of a lost interview and we're trying to get hold of alan to say look um this is what you were talking about when we spoke to you last year are you still happy for us to put this out because it's it's quite um an unusual listen it goes very much into his um, depression and, and some of the troubles he got into with the law, that kind of thing. And we, I'd really like to get his clearance on it before we put it out because it's um, it's not our usual fare. So look out for that. Hopefully, if Alan says, yeah, it's fine to put out, we'll put that out. It's all ready to go if he uh, okays it. It's, it's very, very different to the sort of stuff we do normally. We have got a uh, survey, a listener's survey on our Twitter, um, possibly the pinned tweet, I think it is. So if you do listen to us um, and you want to just give us a little bit of feedback, it's probably about 15 questions on there nothing too onerous um most of them are multiple choice actually um so if you fancy giving us a little bit of feedback there is a a, a survey um on our twitter and uh, it'd be lovely to hear from you if you've got any ideas for the podcast or you want to say please stop doing that then there's your opportunity to do that um in the meantime uh, I'm going to wish you all a fantastic summer. I uh, hope you manage to, to get some sun or, you know, see your friends and do something far more positive than uh, watching Watford, which has been an absolute chore this season. It's uh, been one of the worst seasons I can remember. So things can only get better. Um, I'm very much looking forward to next season now. Now that uh, we've got a nice new manager, uh, hopefully things can only uh, go on from there. So... Love you and leave you. Thank you very much for uh, joining in and um, we'll catch you all very, very soon. See you later on. Cheers, you Cheers, Cheers, you horns. Sports Social Podcast Network. Whether you need the perfect gift for the adults in your life or you're shopping for yourself, Virginia Lottery has you covered. The holiday scratchers are beautiful and a lot of fun. Not to mention Virginia's New Year's Millionaire Raffle is back. And as a gift for yourself, VirginiaLottery.com has tons of games perfect for when you're stuck in holiday traffic or in line at the store. For game odds and information, visit VALottery.com. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.